Yo, what's up, guys? Um, I'm here with my boy, Stan Walker. Bro, thanks for joining us today. Um, I was just talking about, um, you know, when Ice is around, like, Maldives and stuff, he always changes his accent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, beauty, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Uh, What have you been up to, bro? What have you been up to? Nah, just been in the studio, bro, doing, um, just finishing, I'm doing two albums at the moment. Yeah. Um, So just finishing them up and uh, just been doing promo all morning. I uh, got a new single out. So I've just been doing, bro. Tell us a bit about like that, bro. Man. Tell us a bit about uh, about your new single. Uh, uh, it's called Don't Worry Baby and it's with um, this, bro. She's so talented, bro. She can sing, sing. Really? Um, Selena Sharma. She's from Aussie. But oh, she lives true. in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are you bro, guys, is she, she over there at the moment or? Nah, she's in the UK, so I've just been doing everything from here, and she recorded over there, I recorded here, bro, we did the video clip, and I was, it's winter over here, bro, it's cold as hell, Yeah. and I was down Whananui River, <laughs> and on the side of Taranaki, the mountain, hiked up for two hours, bro, freezing my life out, sweating, <laughs> moaning, groaning the whole time, and she's in the summer, and the, like, got a nice dress on, and on the cliffs of this flash place, and I'm like, oh, Bro, <laughs> bro, how do you, how does, like, obviously with the whole COVID situation going on, how do you find that's impacted, you know, um, obviously you're single, doing the music videos, interacting with other artists, um, has it put, like, a massive, like, waiting time on everything for yourself or? Um, kind of, like, in some ways, um, in terms of, like, singing with people like me and, Selena actually singing it together. Yeah. Well, that's quite impossible because she's in the UK. But in terms of like getting, you know, vocals or anything like that and working with producers, I mean, people are stuck at home, a lot of people around the world. And so they're ready to make some music and make some moves. So a lot of people just send through stuff. I send through my vocals. They send through theirs. Yeah. Producers are sending stuff over, um, which is kind of good because you're getting a faster response than if people are out somewhere doing sessions or they're, you know, doing something else. Yeah, hundred, hundred. So, uh, so that is that. So, is that when's that music music video coming out? Uh, I'm not too sure. I've got to go and edit it tonight um, and make myself look good because she looks on. I need to like <laughs> look flash and look skucks and stuff, bro. I'm trying to look skucks in the winter, bro, on the top of a mountain where it's freezing, sick, and I'm man. just trying to like the sexy eyes and stuff. But really, I'm going. Cause, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, apparently I've got a lazy eye, um, Mumsy was saying, so I, I've, I've, that's why I'm wearing my glasses now, bro. That's why I wear glasses and everything. Everyone's always like, why is this guy trying to be too sexy? But it's because I've got a lazy eye, apparently, so that's just my own insecurities. But, um, bro, I was, I was actually reading an article. Um, you're, you're a part of a campaign um, that's, I don't know, I, I didn't really get too far into it, um, but it was uh, the LG campaign, Life's Good. Yeah, bro. Yeah, so what's, so what's are you allowed I'm, to talk about that or is that... Um... Yeah, yeah. So there's like people that it's mainly around kind of Asia. Um, it's a competition we, um, we're doing with Charlie Puth. Yeah. And so we're, we're rewriting a song. He's already started a song, so we're, I'm writing a verse to it. And all these people around the world are jumping on the song. And so I'm representing Australia and New Zealand. Oh, great. And um, bro, it's, it's so... When it came to me, I was like, such a buzzy concept, but it was so cool. And I think even in lockdown, it's a good way because people are connecting more. Yeah. You know, people are wanting yeah. to know each other and 
So it's a kind of a good way to connect, but there, uh, we put a competition now for anybody that wants to submit their songs, um, their talents, um, their abilities to be a part of the song and the video with me as well. How many people all up are involved in the project? Bro, I don't even know, eh? Like, there's like the Philippines, yeah, China, West, like eh? all these countries. Yeah, bro, there's heaps. That's all exciting, I know is that I'm involved. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters, man. Um, bro, yes, <laughs> like in, in lockdown um, for yourself, like obviously New Zealand's pretty sweet, but when it started for you, oh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a Uncle Ice. Um, when it started for you, um, how like how did you handle that, bro? Because I remember when I was in I was in Melbourne when when it sort of started and we used to FaceTime each other on the piss. <laughs> bro, that's right, eh? Oh, honest to God, like so, I didn't know like no, nobody knew what was going to happen, yeah. and I didn't realize that the lockdown was going to happen so quick, and that where we were, we had to stay for a whole month. Yeah, and so I got stuck in Auckland, and I um I got a house in Ohope. At the beach, yeah, and nobody there. And I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna get down there." And then we went straight to um, level two, and then we went into we had like till midnight till level one, and so I had to stay at my best mate's house. And I was staying on um, my niece's room, and she had this like little play kitchen, and I was <laughs> in the bed, and there was heaps of us crammed into this little house, bro. Yeah. And I was like, "No, I'm stuck here." But, bro, honest to God, I think I drunk the most in NZ that whole time. <laughs> yeah, bro, I remember me and you were FaceTime blind, blind as they just talking shit. Bro. Um, do you think um, – I was talking to a few of the boys the other night about it, bro, and, um, you know, you hear a lot of, um, of like, negative things that have come out of lockdown. Um, what, what would your take be uh, from a positive standpoint – have you taken anything positive out of this whole lockdown exper experience? Because um, for myself, like I've, I felt like, you know, I was partying a lot. <clears throat> I was, you know, just all over the shop, and you know, I feel like it's it's somewhat slowed everything down for me. Where I've um, been able to, you know, just be a little bit more grateful for certain things in my life, and you know, have have you had that same experience or similar experiences? Yeah, bro. Honest to God, I, uh, it was the first time I think ever I had to be still and um, be still with myself and like with all my feelings and my thoughts and all yeah. these different it's things of, that I had. It's a lot of alone with. time, eh? Bro, right. too much alone time, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> I didn't know about this. <laughs> I wasn't ready to face this. I was like, oh my gosh, all these demons. Where yeah. did they come from? Yeah, hundred. But nah, it was bro. It was. It was so wicked because, like, um, I got to, like, in 12 years I've been been an artist and been doing what I've been doing, I haven't slowed down and I haven't really reflected on myself and, and worried about, like, um, my own mental well-being yeah. and my mental health. Yeah. And I didn't realise that I had so many flaws and so many issues and undealt with issues that I had to deal with, bro. And um, here I am, like, asking my bro, like, me and my best mate, we'd ask random questions that we would never ask yeah. to each other ever yeah and like gee i said to him i was like gee do you think that you love unconditionally he goes yeah i was like nah but like unconditionally or do you have conditions yeah. on how you love yeah and we were like oh gee that's deep <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bro straight up man honestly that <laughs> like i was i was um having a few beers with the boys like last weekend and 
that the group of guys I was with were just sort of you know rat, like little rat bags and stuff like that. So, you know, not not really the deep and meaningful type of guys, bro. We we full got deep and meaningful, and we were talking about like being grateful and you know um, how lockdowns impacted you know each other. Like like for for one of my mates, it was like spending more time with his mum and you know like just those positive side yeah. of, side of the thing. So, I mean. I just I I I feel like this has actually been a, a good time for people to, um, yeah, like as I was saying, like slow things down, appreciate those little little things, and like looking yourself a little bit more, eh? Bro, hard because like I mean, how many times we just go by life and we actually miss these important moments, and we don't actually be grateful for them? Because bro, I do it all the time. I'm like, yeah, that was cool, or yeah. forget. Like we actually had to be still and started talking to people and opening up about stuff and yeah. starting conversations that never have never happened before. Like even with my family, bro, Yeah, I called out my family, my yeah. own family. We had a big Zoom and we had a big scrap on Zoom and lucky I was in New Zealand because straight up my big brother would have gave me a hiding. <laughs> I felt like I had the biggest nuts in NZ at that, that time yeah. and I was like, lucky you over there, but I was like trying to talk like a big man. And he goes, ooh, you got some big balls over there, boy. Yeah, and bro. I was like, yeah, and what? But then, bro, it opened up the space for each other that bro we're closer than ever bro and like i've got mm. an incredible relationship with all of them yeah well well that's the thing as well man like i've haven't like really been too too tight with the old my, my old man so for me um over this lockdown bro him and i have been in a lot more communication and like talking about certain things that happened in the past and then i just feel like if you're able to look at this time as a positive time to like build on relationships or rebuild relationships that you might have lost or, you know, reconnect with, with yourself, man, I, I, I think that's m like my advice to people. Cause I always get people hit me up like, fuck man, this time's tough. And you know, like some real depressing messages and shit. So, you know, I just, yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to get your, your base on like, how would, you know, what would your advice be to people like going through these certain, like certain experiences? Cause I felt like it's brought a lot of, Trauma up from the past as well, mentally. Yo. You know what I mean? Yo, like you're just sitting, yo, you're just, bro. it's so repetitive. You know, you can't leave the house or you can only go for one walk and you can't see too many people, shit like that. So for me, it's like, it's given me so much time to think about childhood memories and, you know, memories about family and all that shit. So what would your advice be, bro, yeah. to sort of, you know, to accept that whole process within yourself? I think it's, I mean, if you're stuck, you're stuck. Yeah. Like revel in it, let it wreck you for a bit. And then you get to a place where you get to identify things in your life that you need to deal with. And you actually get to look at yourself and go, who am I? Who am I called to be? Mm. What do I need to do to get to where I need to be? And like, maybe I need to say no to these things. Like, bro, after lockdown, bro, like I had to go through all that shit stuff, like, feeling uncomfortable with getting anxiety for the first time and yeah. feeling like, whoa, where's this coming from? And not having a grasp on life. And and then I came out of it, bro. I'm like, I've said more no's in my career um, in the last year than I have. And like, bro, I'm just like, nah, I don't want to do that. And my team freaked out, bro. <laughs> they freaked out because they're like, hey, yeah. you, you do everything. I was like, nah, nah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. That doesn't sit well with me or that doesn't align with my values or nah, that's actually going to take me away from what I really want to do. So, bro, yeah. and have I've you said no, 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 no. And, and, and like, have you always, like, uh, from the start, obviously, 
you would have said yes to a lot of things that, um, you know, you would have said yes to a lot of things that, um, you know, might have not have aligned with, you know, who you are as a person. Do you think that lockdown has has given you that time to sort of make that peace with yourself and being able to say no or were you, were you sort of... Yeah, bro. Because, like, you know, hey, we're human. We can't do everything and mm. be everyone. And I think I had done that for 12 years to the point it wrecked me. Uh, I lost my passion and my joy for the things that made me happy, that got me out of the hardest times of my life. Yeah. And I didn't want to do any of it. I was over it. I was like, stuff music, stuff this, stuff trying to help other people and inspire yeah. other people. Yeah. And I can't even inspire myself. So, yeah. bro, number one thing for me is time with, with my little family, bro. Like, that's yeah. that's number one. That comes, that's above this gig or that song or this album and mm. so i say no because it's good for me and now i've let myself sit in the stillness that i can actually um i and because i don't run on um what's it called uh on adrenaline no yeah, more yeah that I, I i literally i can't it gets too overwhelming for me yeah so i say no and i need to go home first like and i've never done that before but yeah. now it's good and now People are going to get a full version of me because I feel like, gee, I was operating from like uh, a quarter cup full of stand. Yeah, yeah. Rather, yeah. I've never, I never, I never even knew what it felt like to operate from a full cup, bro. It was like, a, like, drill, like drops. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get it's you. So I wanted to say as well, bro, like, <laughs> um, because I'm back home in NZ, I've, I, I wanted to because I've listened to some of your interviews and whatnot. I wanted to talk about um, being like a artist, a creative person, and being okay with stepping out of your shell. and And how how did you go about it? With for anyone listening, how did you go about that sort of process? Obviously, you've got such an amazing voice, but you know, in New Zealand, even in Australia as well, people uh, are somewhat wary of you know doing things that make them happy because of other people's opinions. Like, what would your advice be and, and your own story behind that? Like, how did you sort of back yourself into, you know, because I, like, I paint my nails, I fucking talk shit on a podcast and, you know, I, 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 started, I started painting, bro, for, you know, just to pass some time up during lockdown and shit and, you know, yeah. and, you know it's a, it's a nerve-wracking experience, bro, to put yourself out there. So what would yeah. your advice be to people, to, uh, you know, who cuz cuz New Zealand's full of creative people, bro. And yeah, I feel bro. like I feel like other people's opinions hold kids back or or they don't even know that, you know, that, that, that it's okay to be who they want to be. Yeah, gee, straight cuz like I mean being brought up like I, I grew up on the Marae. I grew up yeah. staunch Maori. <laughs> like that's just who I am and all Maori Pacifica Polynesians, we we grow up with this mentality of stay humble, be humble. But they um there's a fine line, but a definite line, bro, between humble and shame. Yeah. Like we're shame to uh, try, shame to succeed, shame to fail, shame to be amazing, shame to to do something. It's like we we're brought up to lose in a way, bro. Yeah. Because that that whole you better stay humble. I was like, so I can't be confident in myself yeah. and know my worth and still be humble. Yeah. So like, bro, I had to kind of. I, I actually, I got my confidence from Australia, bro. Yeah. Because the one thing I love about Aussie, like I grew up in Byron Bay and like, they just like, they G themselves. I'm like, yeah, lad, we're all lad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lord, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, Aussies you know, like, are crazy even, like, like that, eh? <laughs> bro, 
but like even if like somebody shit at something, if they're giving it a go, bro, the the champion culture in Australia, yeah. bro, they just like die right for their for their guys, bro. Hundred. They're like, yo, let's go, you're on. But like me, I used to sit there and go, you're actually pretty shit. Like, why are you doing this, <laughs> yeah, bro? Yeah. And I got a revelation, bro. I was just like, well, I'm I'm bringing them down for something that they're trying to do and living their dreams. And what 100. am I doing? Sitting there and just mocking and judging you. So I had to learn how to be confident in myself that actually I don't care what nobody, like at the same time, G, we're human beings. So yeah, yeah, we're yeah. going to care what people say. Yeah, you know, one, yeah. we might be a little bit vulnerable one day and like, I got time to reply to you. I got time to fight. <laughs> I've, seen I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen that. I was like, cracking up, bro. I was cracking up. But, <laughs> and if you honestly take it like a grain of salt, bro, like, cause people are going to say what they're going to say regardless. Even if you paint the best picture of what you're trying to do, they're still going to find something to nitpick. So it's yeah. just like, Ugh, whatever. And like, bro, like I get hate all the time and I get people telling me this and that. And I like 95% of the time, I don't care. I dismiss it. I don't yeah. look at it. Yeah. Um. Then that 5% of the time, I'm either petty or I'm just like, okay, let's make, or, or, or I'm ed- ready to educate somebody, yeah. not to fight them. Yeah. Um, or I'm just ready to go all in. Like, where's <laughs> <Bro>. your house? <laughs> yeah. Bro, there's some, there's sometimes where like I'll read comments, I'll be like, fuck this guy. And then well, I'll end up, I'll end up arguing with them, bro. And then, and then, you know, and then at the end of it, I'm like, oh, bro, nice to meet you. And they're like, yeah, you too, bro. And then they become, they become like, you know, a supporter, bro. But it's funny, man. It's, it's funny that you say that, man. Like it's, it's scary. Like I remember when I was coming on the podcast with the boys and it was like, I was jumping on, I was jumping on with scope. I was jumping on with ice. So, but then I remember sitting there um, in my first actual podcast and I was like, Holy shit, like this is fucking nerve wracking, man. People back home are gonna give me shit. Even like even for the artwork and stuff, man, like painting and stuff. You know, um yeah. I, f- I found I found once you step outside your comfort zone and um you know, you'll you'll probably get like maybe a month of people giving you shit and then you actually start to attract like minded people or people that appreciate yeah, bro. your talents or ap- appreciate your your time, you know, and and I just feel like if you look at it from that point of view, then you know you'll get you'll get past that little fucking that hater period. Um, hey, bro, a little hater hump. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I um I seen that you you released a book, right? Yo. Um, I was watching I was watching um an interview on that uh, uh, where you went home. You talked about some childhood trauma, bro. Um, tell us a bit about your book, man. For a lot of like for people that might not know that that you've um got one out at the moment. It's a, just a book about my whole life, bro. And I, I you know, it's same thing, bro. You get we get insecure about things. They like uh, for years, bro. People have been saying, oh, like book companies that hit me up and they're like, oh, we want to we want you to do a book about your life. And and back then. And those years, I was just like, hey, nah, but, but I haven't even lived my life yet. I'm <laughs> like, what What am I going to say? Yeah. Like, you know, and people are going to go, oh, who are you writing a book about your life? You're only yeah. young. When I got asked the last time, bro, I was like, yo, I'm ready. Because yeah. I feel like I've lived so many lives in my short, 100%. like I'm 31 soon, but I've lived so many different lives in my life that I feel like at this point in my life and in my career and with my platform, 
that I can help other people who have been through similar things that they probably wouldn't even know that I've been through. Yeah. Everybody thinks, oh, yeah, you know, oh, you just got there just doing this. I was like, bro, you don't last 12 years in the industry nah, just no by way. being dumb or just singing. Yeah, I was 100%. like, you got to be on. So I work my ass off. Like, I work hard, bro. And I know. And so the, the book is about everything, bro. I've had, like, I did a book tour um, in New Zealand. And I had people in their 70s and 80s, bro, and like 20s and all ages coming out to me. They're like, thank you so much for saving my life. Mm. I'm only now at 80 years old being able to deal with my trauma because you set me free. 100. You gave me permission to be able to go, yo, I don't have to live with that. That wasn't my fault. Yeah. And they were like, they're crying to me, bro. These yeah. people are crying to me from crazy, all walks eh? of life. These ain't like, these ain't the cousins. These are like. Established blooming grandmothers yeah. and like you know business people principals like yeah. because like bro it's like so it just speaks on everything bro I talk about like and as it was a good way bro I was like it was so therapeutic bro and like when I was doing the book bro I learned so much about myself that um I didn't know I learned so much that I had forgotten yeah 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 and because you would have been like, talking Whoa. about it you would have been thinking about because like when you actually sit down and and then the idea is to write the book, then you would have had to sit down and really got in touch with, you know, things from your past that you might have buried or you might have forgotten about. Right. That whole experience. How did how long did it take to to sort of get that up? It took. Ooh, was there times where you were like, just like four, fuck, like I can't, like I just like we had to take a break from it all, or was it sort of like was it was it therapeutic in a way where you're like you were. It was sort of getting that because I, I, I was watching a um, one of your interviews about. Um, uh, I, I honestly love the way you think about this as well as like uh, from your experiences as a, a child with your father, and then because yeah. I went through the same same things right, and then it's funny when yeah. you when you tell people that haven't gone through those experiences, um, you tell people you go oh you know this you know they ask about your childhood and shit and you sort of tell them. Because it's like a bit a normal from where you're from, and they go, "Man, do you like? Do you still talk to him?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Because I have the same way of thinking. Because him and I are yeah. sweet, but when people go, um, "How did you get into that that thought process of sort of like when you put yourself in his shoes as an adult?" You were talking about how how did that whole thought process come about? Because I I know a lot of people would find it hard to get over that wall of like that forgive of forgiveness. Yeah. So how how did that happen? Right. For you? It's just listening to my dad over the years, bro, his childhood. And, um, bro, every once in a while, bro, like, so me, my dad's like my best mate, bro. He's one yeah. of the most annoyingest people because he rings back and goes, son, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm doing primary. He goes, oh, son, are you being humble today? I was like, yes, he goes, oh, doesn't sound like it. Bro, he's just, he's so cracker, bro. He always just, like, gets me in his nose. Yeah. But um, every so often, bro, like, he'll just ring up and cry and go, son, can you forgive me for what I did? And I was yeah, like, of course, yeah. Papa, I've already forgiven you. Mm. But, bro, he's a byproduct of worse trauma than me, bro. He's, he went through worse than me. Yeah. And what do you, like, if you've only ever known hate, get somebody back, get them before they get yeah, you beat yeah, up yeah. and love is hidings. And, and then sorry, like, sorry, so, sorry. Know, that's all you're going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, and so in a way, bro, like, you know, when, when bro, when God came into my dad's life, bro, it changed his life, but it didn't happen overnight, bro, because he still had he had lived that whole life forever. Yeah. And then bro started to and even now, bro, it's buzzy because I teach him stuff. Yeah. Because he's never had to think and process stuff 
because it's just it's like just straight, hiding, straight no to hiding. process. Yeah. Don't, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no process. There's yeah. fr- it goes from zero to hero without anything in between. Yeah. And so now, like we we talk about everything. I talk like going to him for relationship advice. Yeah. And I, I remember one time I said, "Papa, <laughs> how do you stay with mum all these years?" I was like, fuck, she's so mean to you, Papa. He goes, son. He goes, son. Because she teaches me things. I'm learning every day. I was like, fuck, she's so ruthless, Papa. <laughs> but, you know, like, I had to um, I had to take myself out of the situation of, woe me, I've been through this. Yeah. Why, how could you do this? And I, and I was just like, why? Because to every action, bro, there's a fuck up. Papa, there's a history. Yeah. You don't just wake up to want to smash your kids or yeah. smash your wife. Yeah, yeah. You don't wake up just wanting to do that. Yeah. He was damaged, bro. And he had to learn at a being a husband and a father for the first time how to be a husband and a father and to undo mm. what has been done to him, bro. So I have more empathy and compassion for people like my dad because they've never known. We live in a world now that we have um the way we're talking, bro. Yeah. Let, but, hey, there's no way back in the day that any of our uncles or cousins would be talking no like this no to way. say "love you, G." Yeah, like that yeah. word "love," bro. Oh, 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 oh. oh. said that for? Oh, 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 oh. Start, start a fight. Don't talk to me like that. Yeah. <laughs> but like you know, and now yeah. it's like a general thing. Like even like for example, G, if wearing earrings. Yeah. I remember when I got my ears pierced, bro. My dad said, "Like this is because he Are came from sweet? a different generation." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, and he. He was he gave me a hiding. <laughs> if I ever did, bro, now yeah. my dad's a staunch little, he's a solid little rock. Yeah, bro, yeah. He always paints his nails, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I've got my pink <laughs> nail polish. And he just like he loves and supports me. And bro, it's it's been a journey, bro, but it is a rare case where people can take themselves out and see where it all began because there's a history. Yeah, that's well, that I, like intergenerational always, trauma, bro. Hundred percent. And I've always like I've always like, you know, and uh, I'm sure when you were coming up, um, there was relationships with people and, you know, girls or, you know, friends or whatever that, that didn't work out. And, and I, you know, I went, I actually went to counseling, bro. And then, you know, the, we were talking about love and shit like that. And how you said is like, how do you give someone love when you, you don't know, <laughs> if you don't know how to receive it and you, if you've never yeah. not known it to a, diff, you know, to the full extent, you know, cause, like love in back in the day in my mind was like, Oh, you know, you just that was your person, you know, not you know, not going through, you know, like almost controlling in New Zealand is like yeah, a real right. control, like she's mine, he's <laughs> mine. So that sort of was like a big thing for me when I came over here. I was like, What the, like you just learn so many things but I just felt like, you know, when I ha- when I actually put my hand up to go into go to counselling, I was like you know, all these, all these things come back. And why I say it, bro, is because, like, I always, you know, I always get these messages, bro, people asking, you know, and I'm no I'm no professional, but I remember when I went into to counselling, eh, and then straight away the lady hit the nail on the head and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but, you know, I've... Uh, I've Exposed. 100%, bro, 100%. And, and, and it's, it's crazy, too, because um, I felt like, what you said about your your old boy man is exactly the same way as I feel is like if you can put yourself in their shoes because they they got it ten times worse you know so and and uh, in different I, generation yeah eh, bro? and that was way ruthless back then but if you it, I feel like as well what I've I've tried to make a 
like hindsight, right? Hindsight's a bitch. And I feel like the older generation, you know, uncles and aunties that you're always going to look back and go, fuck, I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. I feel like I would love to initiate the thought process of, of people knowing if they're doing things wrong now or like even myself, bro, like even myself, even with COVID lockdown, my children are up in like Byron, just outside of Byron and not being able to see them because of the lockdown situation. So for me, I'm like, okay, cool. Either I can fucking, you know, be lazy during this time or I can say, holy shit, this is a massive wake up call. Like, you know, yeah. I need to, you know, try and push through this time. And so, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's thanks. Thanks for sharing that, bro. Thanks for sharing that. And um, I wanted to dip in a bit, like still going to, to relationships, bro. Like, what would your idea be on like when I, I always – I always ask people like when I'm on the piss, like how, how, how do you love? Like when when someone goes, I love you, or you, you know, you tell someone you love them. <clears throat> what is love, bro? In your mind, like how, like how how if if someone asks you, well, what is love? What what does it mean to you? Oh, jeez, love is towards a partner, towards yourself. What, what's your idea? Love is love is unconditional, and love is an action. Um, the way I love, bro, I love intensely. G, yeah, I'm intense. How I love, bro, like it's not trying to uh, bring in my single, but the the song is uh, is about that. Like I would die for you, I would lie for you, I would yeah. run through fire just to touch you, just to kiss you, just to hold you, just to love you. That's how I feel. Like my that's how I love, and it's so mean I love that shit. when you meet somebody. Yeah. Bro, that you meet somebody that loves you just it's intensely, just the same, bro. Like, bro. Yeah, bro. Like I'll get jealous or thing because I'm like I, I'm, I'll talk to my missus and I'm like, "Hun, mm. I'm sick. Of, I'm gonna break that phone. I need that attention. Mm. I'm jealous of the phone." And yeah. we'll laugh about it, but I'm like, "Give us phone now." <laughs> but like this, is, we love each other, bro. And like, but in, in there, bro, learning how uh, she needs to be loved and how I need to be loved. Mm. We we love differently and we need to be loved and like to be loved differently as yeah, well so yeah. it's finding that but bro i'm i'm intense g like i'll die for you g <laughs> i love yeah. you to the end of time bro i'm honestly bro i'm like that too i'm like that too but the boys are like fuck man you're a clingy cunt like but i bro, i'm exactly Yo. the same bro i'm like if i love someone man i'm like i'm fucking i'm all in i'm all in man all in, eh? yeah bro it's like it's over for whoever you love eh? it's yeah. over for you. i'm like fuck like, man you i'm got me 100 percent, and i love that you can say <laughs> yeah, bro that's it eh? that's it but then that's the that's the balance of it too man because um you know with your goals and everything like that i feel like you have to have your own shit going on to like break that up you know so Yo. you can't yeah because i feel like back in the day in the past for me i'd always I always put my goals and you know my dreams in the back burner to like make make that person Yo. happy and then until you end up getting burnt because you know you're not focusing right. on yourself as well so yeah i love that you can say that bro because i'm i'm exactly the same man and Honestly, heaps bro, of I'm people. A <laughs> I'm a sook. Bro, I had a cry to my missus last night. Yeah. And I bro. don't care. Yeah. Bro, she's my best friend, my everything, and I cried to her, bro. Like, That's beautiful. We were together uh, bef- uh, a few years ago, and mm. we were together for like five years or something like that. Yeah. We split up, come back together. She had never seen me cry, bro. Yeah. I was so cold in terms of my emotional investment to her. Yeah. And I was like, I struggled with int- intimacy. Bro, she gets it all, gee. Mm. She gets it all now. I'm like, I miss you. I want to come home, man. <laughs> is, she, is she with you at the moment or are you? 
Now she's coming tomorrow night. Oh, so grouse, grouse, bro. And uh, your idea on expectations in a relationship, like, should you have, should you have certain expectations of your partner? Because uh, you know, obviously, everyone's like twenty twenty one equality and all that, which is which is grouse. But I know that, like, I was I read this thing. I can't remember who sent it to me, but it was like um, animals and and women and kids are the only thing that gets loved unconditionally like men always have to bring something to the table if you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah. do you guys have like high like certain expectations to fill or is it what type of love like yeah bro I, like i don't um i don't know if i don't believe in it but it's i don't think for me and lou it's um there is we're equal in terms of who we are yeah but we have our roles yeah. i can't be what she is she can't be what i am yeah so like for for example, I um, I like contact during the day, mm. like call me, like message me, mm. like call me up, put son on the phone. I want to talk to him. I want to talk to you. Like, that's my thing. Yeah. For when I get home, I I do the cleaning and I cook dinner. Like we do uh, certain things, and I we have to check in. But I t- I'm very clear of what I want and what I need. And my expectation is if we say something, say I'm a person like I hate lies, bro, and I hate um, uh, not being able to uh, do what you say. Yeah. Like I would like to, like, I mean, I mean, I failed many times in doing my <laughs> saying. I'm going to do something. I didn't do it. So yeah, she's going to watch this thing go, fuck, you talking about? <laughs> you lying little dog. <laughs> but I like, I if we say we're going to do this, let's do it. Because mm. I hate like okay we say this when we're together and when i'm gone it's a whole different situation or like we'll talk about okay we're gonna buy this house and maybe sell this and then it's a different conversation so i like if we're gonna say it to each other yeah it needs to be like through and through yeah like when we're us and when we're in front of people and so i just need that um but i need i need attention i need that quality (coughs) of time bro and i need um but I need hugs and lots <laughs> yeah. and lots bro, and that- lots of sex, bro. <laughs> bro, straight, bro, bro, straight up, oh, straight up. Come man. on, <laughs> come on, bro. That's like me come too, on, man. Sorry. I'm exactly the same, man. So, like, by the sounds of it, like, have you ever have you ever looked into like love languages, like love lang- your yes. love language? So, bro, I, was- I, re- I think I need to look really look at them, Because, <laughs> like, my, I, I was I'm talking to Mumsy about it. <laughs> yeah, you can be, bro. You actually can be. So, like, my love language, I feel like I, I cover all of them. So, like, words of affirmation, gifts, acts yep. of service, quality time, physical touch. What would your yep. like? What would yours be? Like, do you feel like you take all, all of those? And if you're not bro, receiving like- them back. Because a lo- everyone's love language is different, bro. And uh, um, yeah. Mumsy was telling me that um, someone told her that if someone uh, shows all five love languages to you, then potentially they, they, they're your soulmate. If someone's not covering those bases for yourself, like, do you think that, you know, you, you, you sort of f- can fall out bro, of love with them or? 100%. You know why? That was what happened with me and my missus yeah. back then. Uh, I see. Bro, I failed, bro, with um, I hated being touched. <laughs> and I was a very, like, I struggled with intimacy and um, quality time. Yeah. Um, my back then, I was like acts of services, gifts, uh, words of affirmation, but anything else where it had to be actual intimate, not just sexually, but 
intimate where you're sharing your life you're sharing tears bro you're like crying with it trusting each other and like being touched bro now i'm like touch me hun i'm right (laughs) next to you like i have to i'm like you know, like, oh, bro, I've got a bulldog that lives in Melbourne, bro. She has to just sit there and be touching you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, Needs just to be like touched. a little, just a little hand on the shoulder or touching my bro, hand. Bro, that's like me too. I'm like, I this. don't need the whole body because I'll start sweating. <laughs> but like, hey, my leg needs to be touching your leg or arm to the arm yeah, or something. Yeah, like, yeah. I need to have, I need to be connected to you. Like, yeah. we'll go to bed, bro, do our thing and everything. But we like diff- watching different shows. Yeah. She's like, oh, can I watch my show? And I was like, yeah, I'll watch, I'll watch mine. So we'll roll over, watch our show. But we have to be touching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. I'm I'm exactly, I'm exactly the same, bro. I'm exactly the same. I'm always like, I've always, and then she'll be like, "Oh fuck!" Like I'm, I'm sweating. Like get off me, and I'll be like, "Come on, come on, come on." No, but um, oh, bro, that's um, that's crack up, man. So, bro, in like to the sexual side of things, if 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 you feel comfortable talking to or talking about it, um, because I always talk about this with other people that come on the potty is um. When you're with someone for a certain amount of time, right, and you know the intimacy and all the love languages are t- ticked and stuff, when how do you how do you keep things exciting? How do you keep that spark? Because there's so much there's so much like grass is greener on on Instagram and Facebook, and you're consistently yeah, reminded yeah. every day. Like <clears throat> you know, you might follow a girl and she might have a certain type of body or a certain type of lifestyle, and you're like, "Fuck, why doesn't my chick have that?" Or same vice versa with a, with a female yeah. how like how in a, in a relationship do you keep that spark there and that that love there bro that's actually a mean question because like me and so me and lou we talk about this all the time like i um so we have our family time me her son and then me and boy and then her and boy and me and her mm. and i need that she needs that because we lose that that connection and we don't want to be old like okay Married life, this married is one life, of those, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. So we, bro, we're honest. We're honest even like when we're like, you know, making love or just going in for a hard lash goal. <laughs> yeah. like we're so honest with what we want. Yeah. With, with our communication. I'm like, oh, yeah. try that. Oh, should we try that? Yeah. Like, oh, let's try that. She's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. yo. <laughs> bro, and it's, bro, and we, we, we do things to make ourselves feel confident and also to make, our partner feel attracted to 100%. like spice it up like 100 you think you've seen me look good but what if i just did this workout or all this <laughs> yeah. and just gave you that look and they're yeah. like yeah Damn, daddy. <laughs> you're getting me excited bro i'm going no, home right. after this right <laughs> because honestly we talk about all the time like we even we're just so out there like with with our like how we love and yeah bro and then there'll be times bro we'll be going but having conversations it's just like oh my gosh hunch i was like can you just switch for a second let me get mine and then we'll just think yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, all right then yeah yeah bro and then that's <laughs> you the, get yours. that's a that's a funny thing too bro because i feel like in a relationship as well especially in today's in today's world if you can put your ego aside and yeah bro you know what i mean because because sometimes like sometimes you can't do things that your part like you know. Sometimes your partner might want want some type of fantasy, bro, or like want you to yeah. do something, but doesn't feel comfortable with asking you because you might you might feel insecure about yourself. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it, it's just bro, like it's, that's why community the sex is better. Is key, bro. Key, bro. Key. And you know what the the the, the bro, and I know some so many of the bros, bro. They're like, yo, I just been with this and that. bro, and then you hear real conversations with the girls that they've been with. <laughs> They didn't hit it. <laughs> they didn't hit it. You're like, oh, hey, I, fucking, I found it. I heard a different story, man. Yeah, bro. That's the, that's, 
<laughs> Bro, that is it's true, man. But it, like, you know, I always get the the secret messages like, fuck, you know, I want to ask Mrs. to do this, or I want. I feel like if you can start those communications without an ego, like if you can, if your missus yeah. can say. I want you to do this to me or I want you to, you know, or you're, you know, you can tell your boyfriend, I want you to do this to me. Then it, it, I I reckon that like gives your relationship longevity in regards to like Yo. that spark. You know what I mean? Cause fuck after a few years, it's just like throw a leg up and fucking have a little Sorry, wrestle, brother. have a little wrestle and then do Bondi to Bronte. But you know, if you, <laughs> if you can say, "Hey man, call me, call me fucking Greg," you know what I mean? <laughs> call Yo. me Greg the Milkman or some shit like that, bro. Then that's what I—that's what would be my advice to, to spark things up, bro. But, bro, um, and like honestly, it's like that putting that ego aside because then you can actually discover new things, bro. And like, it's crazy. You find yourselves in new ways. You're like, oh, I don't hundred percent. Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that was all nice. <laughs> yeah, bro. And, it, and the, the crack up thing is what you have to make sure though is if like <laughs> I had a mate go, oh, I, I told him, bro, get, get your missus to call you another someone, another guy's name, bro. And he goes, he goes, fuck, that's fucked. And I go, bro, try it, try it. And he goes, bro, fuck. He goes, man, best sex ever. <laughs> but then he, he, he got jealous, bro. She just made up this guy's name, bro. And he's like, he's like on her on her Instagram checking that for the name, like who's this like who's this guy? <laughs> so you have so you to just bro, came, call me Jason Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, game over, game over, game over. Oh, bro, but um, nah, cause thanks, thanks heaps for um. From for coming on, bro. I just wanted to chop it up because uh, you know heaps of people say that we don't get enough enough people um, back home, you know, on NZ to to come on and yarn. So thanks heaps for coming on, bro. I really appreciate your time, cuz. Sure for having me, brother. Um, uh, I'll say it. I was saying when um when you when uh, the lockdown's all over and you can come back, bro. Come over for for uh, grouse and a few reds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh the brother we want you over to come sing bro just make sure fucking ice doesn't sing yeah you, yeah you bro. keep the gate on your brother <laughs> fuck man lock that guitar we down on. asap bro. bro we on we goes we on <laughs> we on um yeah bro no nah, no nah, uh, grateful as man grateful as and um i'm excited to to catch up with you in person